The party life seems so fun, but at what cost? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelist Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Lay, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lay. Later in the show, you will hear from Esther Jones, who was on our previous show, who lived a life of drugs, orgies, and parties while promoting famous rappers, and she discovered the cost of living that lifestyle. You know, there is a cost to it, and we go out, we party, we do these things. It seems like so much fun. What are you going to wear? I can remember mm, yeah. every Friday, I couldn't wait to go out and wear a new outfit and show off and all of this stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the night for me, every time it never failed, I felt that emptiness inside. I felt like, wow, I'm going home alone. And there was more to it though. There's so many games and so much living that life. And I can't even imagine when you go further into it, how much it can tear from you and take from your own life. Yeah. I didn't know that when I was younger, you know, partying was my life, especially before I knew Christ. I was all about the parties and the more stuff you can get into, that was the goal. That was the better. You know what I mean? The Mm -hmm. more relationships, the more parties you can be invited to, the more things you can see, the wild, crazy stuff that you wouldn't normally see in society, the better the party was, Mm -hmm. right? And the problem is, is that you never felt fulfilled. It was like when you saw one level of something, you wanted something more. And when you saw another level, you always wanted more. And the Bible talks about this, you know, in 1 John chapter 2, 16 to 17, it says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Now, this Bible verse is so amazing because, you know, all that party life and always seeking for more, when you realize that one day all this is going to pass away, all of it's going to go one day, Mm -hmm. what does it really mean? Does it have any real meaning? Mm -hmm. And you'll find out that there is no real meaning except how much fun can I have for myself? And that too will pass away. Mm. But when you're living a life with God, what I've discovered is that you really have that eternity and that eternal perspective in your mind and in your eye, the way Mm -hmm. you look at things, everything. You're thinking from an eternal perspective. You're no longer looking at, well, I'm hungry, so eat now, or I want this, so do this now. It's more like, wow, how are things going to affect my future? Mm -hmm. What about my children's future? Other people, how am I going to affect them? Mm -hmm. And there's repercussions for the things that we do. I know that for me, I had a lot of baggage, a lot of heartache, a lot of pain, a lot of shame, things that I didn't even want to think about that were haunting me. But it was when I released it to God, when I talked about it, that I started to get that healing. And we're going to hear from Esther Jones and how her life was dramatically changed right here after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lay. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Esther Jones, and she was a promoter for some very famous rappers, and she's going to share that with us and how her party life led her further and further into a deep, dark hole that she ended up hitting rock bottom. And all of it was because she wanted to fit in. She wanted to be loved and not rejected. 
Though she started her life out as a Christian at a young age, she turned from God and just saw the world and bit right into it. Let's welcome to the show, Esther. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your promotion life. I know you worked as an intern at first, and there were some pretty big names that you were hanging around and partying with and just felt like you needed to serve them because you felt less than. Can you tell me about the groups you were around? Yes. At first, before I even had an intern in St. Louis, Missouri with Nellie of the St. Lunatics, I got introduced at a concert called the Puff Puff Pastor with Snoop Dogg, the East Siders, Corrupt, all of those. And then I didn't smoke weed. I was back in the green room with the other celebrity that I got introduced was Usher, Usher, the R&B singer. And then from there, I met Nellie and then Chingy Nim. So it's kind of was like a doop doop step, 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 you know? Right. And then from there, I went to hanging out with Bone Thugs and Petey Pablo. We did events with Maya, Twister, R. Kelly, Jermaine Dupree, T.I. I mean, everybody that you can possibly name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can see that you also were around Harmony or Bone Thugs and Harmony, Baby Boyda. And I don't oh, know yeah. any of these names, but you know. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> New Orleans, Baby Boy the Prince. Correct. Yeah, the Prince. See, there are a lot of people listening who do. And so yeah. here you were living this life. And some people, they're wanting this life. They're right. wanting mm. to be that famous artist that rapper they're right. they're trying their best to get there and they'll do whatever it takes but yep. you were doing that same thing trying to do whatever it takes tell me what you were going through when you were starting to hit rock bottom oh my god <laughs> it's traumatic to talk about it but i mean it was so much that comes with the envy and lust for power even hanging with these celebrities and being associated with them they look at you like oh my god you're the door in so I was so paranoid like who I rode with who called me who came to my house it was like a big bubble of fear so it was so dramatic that my mind began to break down I was paranoid I was cutthroat I mean I got robbed I got set up we've been through like five different murders I've seen so that's when I hit rock bottom because my mind can take the trauma and all the drama that goes along behind the scenes with the fame. Wow. And not only was there drama that you were witnessing, you were getting high on pot. I mean, you grew up such an innocent life. You didn't even know about cuss words till you're in high school. And here you were with the best of them just partying, smoking pot, doing coke, and yeah. asking someone for cocaine was like asking for water. Is that right? Oh my gosh, you're bringing back a lot of memories. <laughs> yes, we would come in the room backstage, and this is a lie, okay? We expose the lies. They say that it's the best life ever. They say it's the good life. They say if you get the money, if you have the girls, they had a hundred girls. They had all the money, more than we could count all together in one night. Millions and millions of the $50,000 a night just to walk in the club and say hi. That's how much money. So when you have all that money, you have all this cocaine. You're supposed to be happy. We weren't happy. We cried ourselves to sleep. We were paranoid. We couldn't sleep. We had nightmares. We were tormented. I call it the deceitfulness of riches. It's happiness paved in gold, but filled with torment, pain, and paranoia. Wow. That is so deep. And not everyone sees that side of it. Not everyone knows. And what we hear, you know, in the news, we hear about famous people who take their lives. And some people are like, why? They had everything. They had riches. They had fame. Yes. But we're seeing a side of this that not everyone gets to hear. Yes. And you were part of also just being with men and women and 
and orgies and people sometimes that could be their dream. Oh, if I could just be a part of that. But how did that make you feel after you were with these men, women, or even part of orgies? Yeah, I mean, it's like a setup. You give your body whatever it wants. It's like we eat a sweet potato pie. We want to eat the whole thing. And the next day, you're going to be sick. So it was pleasurable. I tasted it, the orgies, the sex. Give your body whatever desire for the moment. But the morning after, you feel like trash. You feel like nobody. These people don't even know your name. They don't care that you're suicidal. And then some of the celebrities, after you have sex with them, they won't even get your number or to call you or even give you a ride home from the hotel. I've seen girls give their body over to these celebrities when they got on the flight they don't even remember who they are Mm -hmm. it's deception it's lies it's lies 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 wow and that heartache and pain i could just hear it in your voice and what you went through to where you were so paranoid fearful and you ended up in a mental hospital from all of this having to be evaluated because it just drove you to a point of being filled with fear and craziness tell me about that moment Yes, absolutely. I went down to help volunteer at Hurricane Katrina and I was heavy in the lifestyle. You know, strip clubs every night almost, you know, almost a different person every night, one night stands. I was heavy into it. And when I went to Katrina, these people were losing their minds in New Orleans. They couldn't find their family. They were losing everything. What we had to give them was money. They didn't need money. They needed the peace that can't be bought. And I couldn't give it to them because I didn't have the peace. So once I got back home, I repented and I said, God, whatever they need, I don't have it. I don't even have peace. And then that's when my mind just began to remember how it's real out here. And it began to like get paranoid thoughts and hearing voices. I couldn't sleep for 10 days. I couldn't eat. I walked down the street into the mental institution. It was like, my mind is breaking down. Because the stuff I saw in Hurricane Katrina reminded me that money does not answer all the problems in the world. Wow. You know, there are people listening now who are just living their lives to get rich or famous. And they think, if I only had that house, then I'd be happy. If I only had that guy or that girl or that fame, if I could just make it as a model or an actor, a singer, a rapper, then I'll be happy. If only I, and I could just hear that from some people and we're going to pray for them because the truth is what you found out is the peace that only God could give them. Nothing else will do it. And we're going to wrap it up on our next show to find out how you got freedom from those voices and from that fear, and how others can do the same. Thank you so much, Esther, for sharing your heart with us. We'll have you on our next show. Thank you. You know, we're all hearing the truth, the truth about how life can be. We think fame, fortune, having everything, that it's going to be so great. But then you're finding out that it really isn't that great. And it ends up to the point of losing everything, gaining everything, but losing everything. Lord Jesus, we just pray right now for the one who's listening and saying, you know, that's me. I feel like I'm at the bottom. I feel like I need something more. And Jesus, you are that more. We know that you're the one who truly fills. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Jesus, for that person who's feeling like they need to be filled, fill us right now. Fill us, Jesus. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your presence. And fill us with your peace mm-hmm. that money can't buy. Yeah. We love you, Lord. We give our lives to you. 
We receive you and believe in you and know that you came to be one with us. We want to be one with you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.